Coach Mike Woodson and IU basketball have been very busy during the fall recruiting period. Let's get some insight into some of the players that they have been targeting. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? It is Wednesday, September 21st. This is Locked On Hoosiers, your one and only daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rude. I want to thank you guys for making us your first listen every day. I want to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college basketball recruiting sponsor across the Locked On College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. We especially have to thank them today because uh, to talk all the craziness with college basketball recruiting now that the fall uh, period is kind of open, nobody better to bring in than uh, Sports Illustrated Director of Basketball Recruiting, Jason Jordan. Jason, man, how are you uh, holding up through the first week or so of uh, the craziness of this recruiting period? Oh, it's wild. Um, definitely wild. I've been to, been to a couple different schools with a lot of um, – coaches in so you know coaches are making their presence known so we're back almost close to college basketball season if you can believe that yeah this uh having this recruiting period it it makes it feel like the basketball season is right there about to start which it is it's only handful weeks away I can't wait for it there's a lot of guys we're going to try to talk about today because IU has been all over the place we want to start though with the name maybe uh, most on uh, the lips of, of IU fans' mouths right now is Derek Queen. Uh, someone I'm not sure that we've talked about, even if we have. Um, can you j- just give us a brief little uh, idea of the type of player he is. He's a five-star big man uh, yeah. in the 2024 class. What type of player are we looking at with him? Um, he's a big, but, you know, uh, he's more of like a hybrid four, um, can slide over and play the five, um, but just a big six, nine, I think his wingspan is like six, 11. Um, but he uses his, he's big brute guy, but also very light on his feet. So very versatile. So he can create from the perimeter and get to the lane as well. Um, in the face up game, he's just a devastating, uh, matchup nightmare for opposing bigs who are typically a little slower. He's he's not fast, but he's super quick. Like his first three steps are probably going to beat most bigs. And um, so obviously that's why he's so good in the face up. But, you know, he finishes great with both hands. Notice how to use his big body. I think he goes about 250. Um, but he knows how to create space and finish through contact. Um, great low post moves, finishes. Like I said, finishes with both hands. Um, not overly athletic, but he gets it done. You know, he 100% gets it done. Uh, definitely an intriguing prospect and just another one of the loaded players on my birds roster. It seems like he's more of a kind of modern big man. Is that, is that a, a label that kind of fits? Uh, somewhat, but, but I would, you know, his ability to create um, off the dribble, I, I would kind of take, you know, it, it's, it's valid that like, that's the real strength of his. So I wouldn't, you know, the, the book, the cover of the book could fool you with him. Like you might think he's just a, he likes to camp out in the paint, but he's out there, you know, breaking bigs off down off the dribble and getting to the paint. So, for uh, the Hoosiers, um, the whole staff was at Montverde yeah. last Tuesday to see him. Uh, a couple other guys we're going to talk about later. 
A lot of the intrigue with Queen uh, for the Hoosier fans is that he could reclassify to the 2023 yeah. class. What's kind of the the status on his decision? Is that I don't imagine that's a, a decision he's going to make anytime soon, is it? Right. No, not not in the immediate future. I think that's something that probably would. Well, you know, I've heard, I've seen it both ways. I've heard it both ways too with him, um, because you know, a lot of guys are like, they want to go ahead and reclassify for the postseason stuff that they could be in, you know, that they would oh, be yeah. eligible yeah. for. Um, so it could, you know, it could be over the next few months, could be before the season starts. But um, yeah, I mean, the season ain't starting for another two months, I think, for them, no, maybe three. Um, so, or he could wait and do it, you know, like they do sometimes in the spring. Um, but I've heard, I've heard it both ways. And I think it's just a wait and see with him and to see how everything goes paperwork wise and things like that. Yeah. And, uh, someone that IU is targeting maybe because of that potential yeah. to, to reclassify to 2023 because their, yeah. their 2023 class had a good foundation, but they haven't added to it. So uh, right. there's some worry there. Obviously you can, with the transfer portal, you can always find guys uh, different ways now. But uh, Queen would be a, a terrific guy to get in that 2023 class. Where does – I guess what does his kind of recruitment look like? Where does IU stand in that mix? I believe they have a visit coming up. Um, yeah. I think he's visiting there at the end of the month. But, um, you know, I mean, I think he's going to go through the process and take all his visits. I know Maryland is a strong contender there for sure uh louisville's in there strong arizona so he's he's i i don't think his he's in that space where it's like there's a favorite right mm -hmm. um i think a lot of people think he leans maryland just with the ties there but um but i think he's I, i've been told that he's going to go through the process and um i don't think anything is going to happen anytime soon so um and as we know one visit changes the whole skate the whole landscape of everything you know so um you guys have got your shot coming up, you your shot <laughs> yeah. coming up. he will be on campus this weekend uh he will be he's taking a visit with liam mcneely who we'll talk about later uh but the two of them will be on campus for their official visit uh, yeah. this upcoming weekend so big weekend for indiana on that front yeah. uh there's a a lot of names it was a big week last week there's a couple names at the hoosiers offered a couple guys that probably IU fans hadn't heard a lot about. We're going to talk about them here in just a moment. Before we do that, though, we have to talk about today's sponsor, LinkedIn Jobs, who make all of this possible, make our conversations with Jason possible. Uh, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Uh, you add your your job listing to LinkedIn Jobs for free. Head on, or then you add your job in the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience, so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. That's why small businesses rate rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Uh, post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. Big thanks to all you guys for making locked on 
Hoosiers your first listen every day. I use looking for some qualified candidates for uh, their recruiting classes here in the coming seasons. Uh, let's start off with Tyler Betsy, who, like I said, these are a couple guys who I don't know uh, that many IU fans had on the radar uh, before the last week or so, but Betsy is a uh, wing out of Connecticut, four-star recruit in the 2024 class. Uh, sounds like he's a pretty good shooter, and that might be yeah. one of his best skills. Uh, what's just kind of the MO on him? Uh, that's it. I mean, you nailed it. Uh, he's he's a sniper. So, you know, <laughs> he's knocking that thing down at a 40% clip in the EYBL. And oh, wow. um, he had a really big, you know, summer with the Rens. He, he actually led them to the 16U. A Peach Jam title game. They didn't. They didn't win, but he got them there. Which I mean, is anybody knows anything about recruiting? Peach Jam is the thing. So um, six eight, long and wiry, but um, you know he can create. And you know, you talk. People talk about getting to getting to the rim. And the, the his he's going to play. He's going to find time on the court with his ability to knock down uh, perimeter shots because he does it at a high clip, and that's the that is the focal point and the um, the best part about his game. Because he does it, he, he's a marksman, like he's a sniper. So that's his thing, and that's what he's being recruited for to knock down shots, you know. Um, and at six eight, I mean, you know, yeah. he's shooting over the top, and I've seen it. You know, he shoots over the top of small. He's he's bigger than most uh, perimeter guys that he's guarding, and you know, he's agile and he can create his own shot too. But on a catch and shoot, it's pretty much automatic. And that was a point I was going to make at six yeah. eight, being a shooter like that, yeah. is that making a pretty valued commodity on the market? Oh man, uh, you know, um, you know, being able to get your shot off um, over guards who you're probably good, well, not even guards, but opposing players, you're probably taller than. Um, that's a real thing, uh, you know. That's what, that's what, uh, you know, NBA scouts look at, and you know, that's like, uh, you know, he fits the mold for sure. Now, you know, he has other things to work on for sure. Nobody's a finished product, but um he's he's one of the best in that class at knocking shots down i mean 40 percent again in eybl this is the best players in the country you know this isn't your high school team Uh, no offense high school coach (laughs) um these are the best players in the country at his age group and you know he he was dominant in that regard in that aspect of his game how much i know this has been a a thing that that mike woodson and we've talked about before a lot of coaches covet what is there a lot of positional versatility there at six eight could he slide down to the four is his shooting good enough to play the two is there a, a lot of versatility there yeah i mean two and three honestly depending on the system two and three tend to be a little bit interchangeable you yeah. know um, both of them kind of do the same thing so he t- he certainly could step over there and play he's agile enough to guard multiple positions so and that that's where you know the biggest thing is can you step over and guard a uh, combo guards and stuff like that and he can um, because he makes up a lot of ground with how his length um, and, you know, his ability to change shots um, against guards who aren't his size. So it works on both ends of the floor. And, um, you know, I think that's where his value will be for sure on both ends of the floor. Different. Or one, one more thing about, uh, about yeah. him. It, it, we're just kind of his recruiting scene. I know 2024 is still a little bit out, but uh, the Hoosiers yeah. are, are in on this one. Where does his kind of recruitment stand right now? I think it's just starting to pick up. Like he, yeah. he's definitely one that won't. That's not. It's I, he's starting to get um, bigger, bigger interest. Um, not bigger than you guys. I mean, you guys are the biggest. But um, you know, he, I, I know that he wants to um, go through the process and you know roll out the red carpet and you know <laughs> go to different campuses and kiss the babies and stuff like that. So <laughs> I, you know, I don't think he's. 
uh, looking to make a decision anytime soon. Most of the 2024 guys are not. Yeah. Um, some are, um, you know, and it's usually the guys who are, who may worry about their position. You know, a guy that a coach could say something like, well, he's, you know, you either taste, leave it or not, you know. Yeah. But I don't think, I think he's probably an upgrade from that level. And um, his stock is going up. So um, most kids don't commit when their stock is on, on going up. And um, I know he fits that mode, too. He's not trying to get it done anytime soon. Yeah, that one's going to be a wait and see, but an interesting guy. Yeah, very much an interesting uh, prospect to keep an eye on. Another guy who I cannot imagine is committing anytime soon, uh, a player that Indiana kind of out of the blue offered last yeah. week, Nas Cunningham, one of the top. Yeah top players uh in the 2024 class um depending on where you look might be the top guy in the 2024 right. class like i said entirely out of the blue uh iu went to uh yazir rosemont went to overtime elite and the idea was that uh most thought he was looking at bryson tiller and jane williams who we'll talk about in a minute and then it comes mm -hmm. out that they offered nas cunningham yeah. i'll start off first what who is he like iu fans don't even really know who he is well, like you said, well, he's 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 held the that the next big thing title. He's had that for about a year and a half, maybe maybe two. Uh, no, nah, I'd say about a year and a half. He's kind of been holding that mantle, and like you said, wherever depending on where you look, he could be number one or number two or number three. He's probably a top three kid consensus across the board. But six seven, you talk about interchangeable parts. He can do it all, scoring on all three levels efficiently. I might add. And the thing about him is that. You know, even as an underclassman, he's an, even as during his sophomore year, I thought um, what really stood out to me was his ability to to step up and produce big numbers in big games on national television. So, you know, he's sharing a court with, you know, stars, but he ends up being the star of the game. And that I think that, you know, that's where I gauge it more. Who are, are you doing it against? Yep other elite players and on and then i factor in also what's the stage that you're on so um national television why is a 15 year old not nervous you know i, I look at things like that um does he really seize the moment and he he's often done that um he's been very consistent with um seizing the moment i'm talking 30 plus games at the hoop hall and um you know city of palms and things like that bigger tournaments like that so i think that's where most people um, put him at the top because he's able to dominate top players, mm -hmm. and he he had a strong summer. Um, he had a strong summer as well, but you know he's his his thing is more so just consistency. Um, he's been really good, consistent across the board, and then there are times when he really seizes a moment and he just looks special. So, and then with his build and his moe six seven, like he's knocking down shots, NBA three point line extended, gets to the rim super athletic plays with an intense motor um so he plays like a warrior out there on the court so you know he's a coach's dream and a guy that fans would certainly love especially your fans yeah and it, this came so far out of the blue i the, i have no idea what his recruitment's even like i assume the big yeah. guys are always going to be in on him where does his recruitment stand i mean what led to kind of the hoosiers making this offer do they i mean i assume they think they have a some type of shot at him yeah, um, you know, I, I think there are some ties there. You know, there's yeah. definitely there are definitely some ties there. But 
Um, I think he's wide open. I've talked to him multiple times, and he's told me multiple times it's not going to be anytime soon. Yeah. He's in no hurry. You know, um, you know, he's this is going to be his first year at overtime elite. So um, even though he's keeping his college, obviously keeping his college eligibility, so he's not taking the check. Um, but I think, you know, in this day and age, kids are they're going to we'll say this a lot on shows. We're going to be meaning um, it's not going to be over anytime soon because what kids are doing now, they're, they're looking to market, you know, because yep. they can capitalize on this marketing. So it would it would be smart for them to bring in fan base numbers of fans from different fan bases. And the only way you can do that is to not be committed. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying that he knows where he wants to go, but I mean, this is going to be the case with a lot of elite players uh, going forward. So and he, he's been very consistent that taking my time, slow rolling, slow motion. So I don't think it'll be over anytime. So, I mean, Duke, he grew up a Duke fan. I mean, I'm sure that's people knew that that's out there, but that's nothing new. A lot of guys throw up Indiana fans, Carolina fans, Duke fans, Kentucky fans, but it's all about the fit. And I think that in talking to him, he's one of those players that is truly committed to that. Not just a cliche thing to say. Milk all that engagement you can with social media. Yeah. I don't blame him yeah, a bit. Get mad. all the get all those followers on Twitter, on Instagram, everywhere. Get it. Get as much of a following as you can. I don't blame him a bit for that. Yeah, man. A couple other guys we mentioned. A couple overtime elite guys. A couple Montverde guys. We're going to talk about here in a minute. Uh, real quick before that, though, talk about one of today's other sponsors, BetOnline.net. It's your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts, including this year's uh, football games, both pro and college. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events including MLB, MMA, boxing, golf, college sports as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. A little bit uh, kind of rapid fire in a sense now because uh, the Hoosiers, like I said, they were all over the place. The coaching staff was last week. Um, one of the stops they made, like I mentioned earlier, was Montverde. Uh, Liam McNeely will be on campus again like i said this weekend i know we've talked about him before uh where does his kind of recruitment stand it's been a couple of weeks maybe about a month or so since we talked to him obviously uh taking official visits now so where does yeah. his recruitment kind of stand yeah i think it's the same thing i think liam you know had an amazing summer uh with drive nation he was probably he and justin McBride were certainly the best two players on that team um and at peach jam he just the finale he had was insane so um, I think he's just his plan is they, he and his mom have consistently said he's not once again, not in a major Harry. Uh, he's got two or four years of high school left. So he's taking the visits and then, you know, I think they get five and five. Yep. So um, I think he's doing his due diligence and I don't think his big offers are done. Like, I think he's probably going to be getting a couple more major offers uh, over the next couple months. I would I would expect. Um, and certain through throughout the high school, so you got to think about it like this: playing at Montverde, Montverde will be the preseason number one team in the country. I think I don't know that we've ever heard that before. I mean, you know, maybe people have heard of this Montverde school. <laughs> you know, I don't know, right? Maybe, but once again, Montverde is loaded. It's not fair. Their roster is not fair. 
<laughs> it's yeah. it. So you got to think about when we talk about marketing, just think about the marketing that's going to come from this team this year. Like these yeah. kids are not, they're not committing. They're not, like, you know, yeah. just, you know, these kids are savvy and smart and they have people around them that are telling them what I'm telling you right now. Trust me. I know. Cause I talked to them. And so, um, yeah, I think Liam, you know, his mom is very, very sharp. He has a great, uh, great inner circle. And so I, I know that he wants to go through the process and, um, you know, reap the benefits of being a highly recruited player. So he's going to go on the visits and I know he's going places that he's genuinely interested in. Um, but, um, to get him on campus is big because Liam is an absolute stud. Absolute yeah. stud. Yeah. Everything I've, I've seen, read, heard about him from this summer has been wholly positive and, uh, yeah. kind of a breakout summer for him. So yeah, excited to just get him on campus and, uh, have that type of player around the program. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully things will go from there, but as you said, Montverde's loaded. Even by Montverde standards, they yeah. seem loaded this year. Uh, another guy who Hoosiers are um, targeting, Asa Newell, a, another five-star because it's Montverde, who uh, one of the top uh, forwards in the 2024 class. Uh, what's just kind of the, the profile on him? 6'9", uh, does it all. Um, you know, 6'9", hybrid guy. You know, he scrolls on all three levels. Um super efficient from the perimeter but you know he can get to gets to his spots really well at six nine remember that he's six nine um you know i think his wingspan is around six eleven as well so but just a high motor high intensity guy on that team i'd imagine he's going to um you know everybody has to play a role when you come to my bird um but i think you know he'll thrive because he checks off so many boxes he can be moved into so many different spots and so i expect a lot from him this this uh this season, you know, he's also a really gritty rebounder because he has a high motor. He's a really gritty rebounder. And so he he um, hunts the rim, hunts for for shots coming off the rim. So he's a, a guy who brings the wow factor. And I think um, his stock is only going to rise on that team full of stars this year. Yeah. For those keeping track, depending on where you look, that's three top 20, yeah. 25 guys uh, on Montverde. IU is... Looking yeah. at all them, which is encouraging, uh, and and hopefully they're able to kind of continue landing some of those guys as they have with uh, Jalen and Malik the last uh, or last mm -hmm. season. So hopefully they're able to keep that kind of uh, pipeline going. We yeah. mentioned overtime elite earlier when when IU went down there. Like I said, uh, the thought was not to at least from the outside looking in to offer Nas Cunningham, but uh, to to watch a couple of different guys first start off with uh bryson tiller uh what uh what does i mean what type of prospect is he i know it's a, a bit out but uh what type of yeah. prospect is he well just a big body uh hybrid forward who you know he can get it done in a lot of different ways too um so it's about six eight but he can create off the dribble um create his own shot and and i think he really is an underrated playmaker just you know sometimes people look at big guys and they say oh you know, he can score in a variety of different ways, but he's a really gifted playmaker, great vision. Um, and he's a guy who can get the rebound and go even at his size. So, um, you know, that's telling in and of itself. And on that overtime, once again, it's kind of like a Montverde situation. That's a traveling all-star team too. Um, so I think, you know, once again, he's going to be in for a, an amazing – I would love to see them clash. I know they can't play, but I would love to see that game for sure. Um, that would be a lot of stars.
Yeah, I was just about to ask if they're going to play one another because no. uh, everybody we see, what's the rules there that, that keeps them from playing each other? Yeah, it's uh, because they have pros in their league. You know, they're not gotcha. able yeah. uh, to, I think it's like a Geico thing and they wouldn't be eligible or something like that. So, yep. yeah, I uh, in a in a past job. I covered LaMelo ball and uh, I ran into a lot of those issues with Spire and, and whatnot be a lot of teams dropping out because of the, the kind of fears of playing against pro guys. Uh, Another overtime elite uh, player that IU is looking at Jaden Williams. Um, Again, uh, not a 2025 guy. So someone a little bit closer, but again, a center. I clearly Mm -hmm. targeting that center position, which makes sense with, with Trace Jackson Davis leaving, there's going to be a pretty big hole there. Um, tell us a little bit about Jaden. Six nine, um, mobile, super mobile um, center. Who you know, I think he thrives better at the high post because he's able to create out there, and so he's agile and um, he's very versatile because he can handle the ball. Um, but just dominant wingspan might be around seven feet, so um, he's changing shots and. You know, rim protector extraordinaire, um, but just a guy who plays really mean, you know, in a great way. Um, so brings that energy. And um, I, a guy like him at his size and his skill set, uh, he him going over to overtime elite is probably going to help him significantly more just working with pro trainers like that to develop because his game is kind of like uh, an NBA type game. And so he's going to be in. I, I would expect his stock to be through the roof because of, I know the trainers that they have over there. And um, and I think him specifically, he'll be able to thrive. And um, I think his stock is going to be uh, he'll be a different player this time next year. And he's really good now. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's that's an important one. That's an important one to get on campus. And I've mentioned this before. It seems to certainly be the case. IU is very yeah. much laying the groundwork in 2024, 2025 that they might not have been able to for that 2023 class. Uh, but it is, they've been all over the place. It, depending yeah. on, again, where you look, it's about nine of the top 30 or 40 guys they saw over the last week, uh, week and a half. So yeah. they, they've been very busy. We'll see how much that pays off. They're getting guys onto campus now. Uh, in the coming week. So exciting times. Uh, recruiting is always fun to talk about. It's always a blast to have you on, Jason. Let everybody know where they can follow you and find your work at. Yeah, Jason Jordan, SI on Twitter, Jason C. Jordan on Instagram, and SI.com College Basketball. Um, we're always there all the time. So come check us out. Awesome. Thanks again. And I'm certain we will have you on more to, to talk about this and, and hopefully uh, talk about some big recruits coming to IU down the line. So appreciate Absolutely. it as always. All right, look forward to the next time.